Introducing, we're all just faking it, a periodic women-led podcast focused on navigating life's general challenges. Listen in on how we and our communities have learned to overcome and adapt to a variety of relatable situations. Welcome in. Uh, Welcome to We're All Just Faking It podcast. We are on episode two today talking about our experience through school. My name is Steph. Today we have Allie, Dana, Blaze, and kind of jumping in from there, guys. School. I we we did a little bit of math before uh, before the podcast. I I graduated high school thir- 13, 13 years ago. Um, so I'm just gonna take some time over here to process that. I kind of feel like I maybe shouldn't have done that math. Right before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not the best for you. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so uh, I believe that Dana and Allie both are still going through schooling and university and taking courses. Um, guys, what are you guys studying? Um, Allie, would you like to go first or do you want me to just like jump in? Go for it. Okay. Um, I'm studying uh, psychology. Um, because I don't want to help people. I, I mean, like the whole point of this podcast, you know. <laughs> um, and it interests me, and I'd like to be a therapist. And I decided when we were going through lockdowns that I kind of wanted a career change. So now I'm doing university, and I'm back in the uh, education system now. <laughs> Heck yeah, doing what you want. <laughs> yeah, love it. How long have you been taking courses just through the pandemic? Um, yeah, so this is my second um, year, but I'm doing um, one module a year, so I'm technically still in my first year of university because I'm just taking one module at a time with uh, working full time at the same time. Oh my god, Andrew, working full time? Yeah, I honestly can't <laughs> imagine working full time and going to school at the same time. Like, technically, I'm part-time because I work half days on Fridays now, but, like, I work Monday to Friday, so. Imagine working four and a half days and being considered a part-time employee. I know. It's crazy to me. And, like, yeah, it's, like, so crazy. So how do you usually find the time to go through school and juggle work at the same time? I know that's definitely been a giant hesitation on my end with getting back in and going for a degree or even taking certification courses. How do you balance your time and avoid burnout? That's, I mean, Uh, that's huge. Yeah. So a lot of the time I do study streams because um, I find that body doubling really helps me. And also like people are watching me. So I can't just like piss about on my phone or like get distracted because people are making me accountable. (laughs) (laughs) for my work so that helps a lot I try and do study streams um in my weekend I try really hard to do something nice for myself in the weekend so I'm not just like uni work uni work uni work and no like time off like this morning I cleaned my room because like I just got a bit overwhelmed with it all and it's kind of taken a back burner so I definitely think like finding the time but like like with the Pomodoro technique you do like 25 minutes and then you have like five or 10 minutes where you just have like a like time away from that and then and then go back. So it's not like you're working constantly because I, I couldn't do a five hour block of just doing work. It just wouldn't wouldn't work for me. And I'd end up doing nothing instead. That makes a lot of sense. You mentioned earlier body doubling. What is that? Ah, that's a good question. Um, 
so like it's having another person with you and they could be like doing their own work and you could be doing your work or they could be sitting there and it's just helpful to have that extra person while you're doing your work because you're not just like by yourself um trying to concentrate and focus on something um I think do you it, think it's more of a like a motivation thing or do you think it's more of like someone else is holding you accountable so that you're not dicking around for me it's definitely holding me accountable because I feel like even if they don't care what I'm doing like or they can't see 100% what I'm doing I feel like uh they know if I'm if I'm pissing about they know kind of thing <laughs> that was so, one yeah. of the hardest that was one of the hardest things for me like being in school because I like I always doing homework I wanted to do other things so just holding myself accountable to actually get stuff done was like the hardest thing I I honestly like I missed what did you say Ellie (laughs) I've done nothing this weekend (laughs) do I blame you no (laughs) every time I talk to Allie it's it's either it's two o'clock in the morning and I have so much work left to do, but I'm so tired and I can't sleep. <laughs> and then it's just like an internal struggle. Like, do I just get up and do the work because I'm awake anyway and I'm thinking about it? Or it's you're working or if you're studying. And then on the very rare occasion, Allie will plan a stream. <laughs> Allie, you are, you are go, 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 go from my point of view 24-7. Like – zero people are upset that you did fuck all this weekend (laughs) i seriously don't know how you do it ali i was saying this the other day and i'm like i i don't know how if you find out let me know (laughs) (laughs) it's like what you doing over there my best So what are you studying, Allie? Yeah. Um, I'm studying children and young people. Um, So, like, growing up, I got involved with, like, youth groups and things like that. And then I kind of, like, did, like, young leader training and things like that. And I just really enjoyed doing the children and youth work. So, I mean, I studied childcare. And then I wasn't planning on going to university. And then, you know, two weeks before the course started, I was like, you know what? Let's just apply and let's just do it because I had nothing else planned. So, and here we are today. <laughs> I remember when you were applying. <laughs> How do you keep the burnout from setting in, just given that you're pretty much 24 7? Go, go, go. That's a very good question. <laughs> Is, are we just biding time till burnout sets in? <laughs> Is it just not hit yet? <laughs> I think I try to give myself time. Like this weekend, I've literally done like nothing other than play Animal Crossing. Uh, I mean, same. same. I did a 16 hour stream yesterday. I wish, and it, was only, I wish it was only supposed I to be eight. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm. I like being like up and out and doing things like I hate having like downtime um so I always try to give myself some time like even if it's like an hour a day or something like that but yeah that's basically it so how long have you been studying uh the child care stuff and in young people development 
young person development so my <laughs> my university course um i'm on my third year but i did take a gap year last year um and then in the uk or at least england the education system is like after school so once you get to 16 you can um either go do a levels or go like to a college and do like a vocational subject um so that is why i did my childcare. so i guess this is my fifth year doing it it's been a long time in education and studying so what uh dana and ali like huge question what do you guys want to be when you grow up (laughs) mentally stable Can we pick something realistic? Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's, it's. I feel like we are all well on our way for mental stability, just given the current climate of our world um, and the amount of effort that we personally <laughs> invest in our own mental stability. Um, it's really in your hands, isn't it? When it comes down to it, you 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 are responsible for your own mental stability to to probably the greatest extent um but same but But no like what is what is the end goal for your career I mean if you could use your degree or your your schooling and your courses like what is the end goal for you guys Uh, well I mean I basically what I do for volunteering like all the children and youth work I just want to do it but get paid for it I get that (laughs) <laughs> basically what i'm doing now but like you know for money yeah, money. yeah. <laughs> i want to make money in the end <laughs> i mean i i like being a supporter and like doing this and it would be nice if i could like get paid to do that but i also i didn't know a lot about mental health when i was younger like when i was in school i think like my last year of secondary school when i was like 16 i found out about anxiety and I was like hey I might have that like that sounds really like that's me um and then I had to go to like the doctor and find out about that and I really want to be um a therapist a counselor whatever um I I fit into because I haven't 100% figured out what um role I want I just want to help young people um figure this shit out you know (laughs) help them be a, a like guiding person like when they're figuring this stuff out because I really could have done with someone when I was younger um and I'm making up for it now and that's not to say if they had someone when they were younger they were not gonna have it now but it might be a bit more helpful I love you know that. I think about that a lot I think about that a lot like I'm not 100% sure if you know we had gone through the traditional childhood that things would be much different as we as we are now as adults um probably so specifically young people and not necessarily like therapy for all ages your focus is on the early development stages um I would like to but to be fair I've been heavily influenced by my first module which was centered around young people and I've still got um four more modules left to do and I don't know if I might find out about a different type of um therapy because there are so many that might interest me more um to specialize in but i ideally young people because like i i relate more to young people and i i feel like i would be able to use my um experiences to maybe help 
I love that. Blaze. <laughs> Madam Blaze. Uh, do you hold a degree or what was uh what was your schooling experience like? Actually, yes, I hold two degrees. I ended up double majoring in college in supply chain management and computer information systems. And oh my god, little did I know how much work that would actually be. Because I thought, oh, this doesn't add that many courses to my schedule. No, I ended up doing about 19 to 20 hours per like semester easily throughout that time. It also doesn't help that I was in the honors program for the College of Business, which meant I also had to do an honors thesis to graduate with honors. So it was a lot of work, but I think it was worth it in the long run because I ended up graduating right when the pandemic first happened. And somehow I got lucky enough to have a job directly out of it. And I had actually lost one of my positions that I was applying for. They were like, nope, sorry, we're not hiring anymore. And oh, I was geez. all the way through the process Ugh. at that point. And then they flipped the switch on me. So I got lucky. I'm so glad it worked out. I'm so glad it worked out in the end. Are you happy where you are now, post-pandemic? Well, I po- um. <laughs> post-pandemic. <laughs> Yes, remember when it was supposed to be two weeks from home? <laughs> yes. I've been working from home this entire time, and there's still not a foreseeable future in the office yet for me. So it's been interesting, definitely getting into the job force during everything and not having good enough training. I mean, like, I loved my boss. She's great, but they're moving me now, so... I'll have a new boss and it seems to be it seems to be looking like we're heading in the right direction for once. So well, that's good. So <laughs> how in the hell did you manage a double major and honors courses? Were you doing school full time? Were you working at the same time? I did school for full time. I did not work during it because my well, I pretty much used the loans that I got for college to pay for my living expenses and for my classes. So I have plenty of loans I'll have to pay back one day. So what are some tried and true studying techniques that you guys rely on to try to just help close the gap when you have pretty tight deadlines? Ooh, my, I think I tried to stay kind of ahead of the game when it came to school. So I did work probably a few days before it was due. Now, there were definitely times where I didn't. So I can't say I'm perfect by any means. Yeah. Well, I mean, ADHD, overachieving, high honor student. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously don't know how I made it through. <laughs> so sorry, Ellie, what were you saying? I was just gonna say I'm basically the same like I try to get things done before but I mean I have a deadline tomorrow and I have definitely not finished it (laughs) and I should have been doing that this weekend and I have not (laughs) so I mean you have several minutes in between while people are speaking that you could just (laughs) (laughs) I would say I 
so what I did was my um my uh, my degree is through the Open University, so it's all online, and um it opened two weeks before the course actually started. So I thought, right, let's start now and pretend it started now. And so a lot of the time, Sunday is like my deadline for everything, like in my head. So Sundays is when I kind of rush to get loads more work done. And I have like fake deadlines in my head, which I'm actually like ahead, but like in my head, I'm like, oh, you haven't done this by this date. And then like normally the day of the fake deadline in my head, I've like rushed to get things done. I seem to thrive on stress and um, like same actually <laughs> i i think i'm the same way that's an like adhd my... thing guys that is 100 percent an adhd oh thing yeah. like we are the most effective when we are in a state of crisis i can't do the dishes till i literally don't have a dish to eat out of i don't do my laundry until i literally don't have a pair of panties to put on and i have to do my fucking laundry <laughs> like it's that, everything it my calendar is overpacked because everything is crisis situation so it's <clears throat> toxic that sucks because we were always living in this constant state of stress so if getting ahead is the key how the hell do you guys get started um well oh, i'm just gonna take the lead on this one thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um it's so stupid because like i'll be i find it really hard to stop but then as soon as i put like a 25 minute timer on and just say i'll just do something with 25 minutes even if i just look at it at least I've done one thing and then before I know it I've like gone through one task or done a different thing I also find a lot of the time like um, I have to read a chapter before I start the tasks and sometimes reading that chapter will take me like three days because I just cannot will myself to do it and I found I just skip it I do the rest of the stuff and I come back to it later or like I've got to watch a couple of videos um and I've just skipped it and I've done the other tasks because at least I'm getting through those and then I can come back to that that other thing that's causing me an issue to start um I definitely think pick the easier things to start with like if you're struggling with your uh Simon start with the the introduction or if the introduction is really hard for you start with one of your main points like you've got a point you really like great start with that point and then work from that because at least that gets you started something that i absolutely love doing so i have a problem with uh reading comprehension because i can't get my brain to focus and i'll read the same fucking sentence two three times in a row and i still didn't actually read the sentence it's the most infuriating thing in the world um so of course i'm speaking in a work capacity because i haven't been in school like a very long time um but i take the excerpt of what i'm supposed to read and I put it through a dictation service. Even in Discord, you can drop it in Discord and highlight it and right click and like read it out loud. And I just play that for myself a couple times while I'm doing other tasks. And then by the time I circle back and I need to read the fucking article again, I've pretty much already read it a few times and it's a lot easier for me to comprehend because I'm recognizing the sentence structure. Throwing that out there, for those that are having issues with just like starting the reading or it's like even like the videos, like you were saying, Dana, I have to do that for work too. I throw them on in the background while I'm working on other stuff. And then as I circle back to that task, then I can go and sit down and watch the video. And it's like, I've already pretty much watched it. 
I mean, we do that with all other media. We have music on in the background, TV on in the background, put work on in the background, <laughs> put school on in the background. One of my friends in college did that. She would listen to herself. <laughs> so if it works, Recording it works. Lectures. Yeah, if you've got lectures, throw them on. It's Lectures are super fun to put on in the background while you're doing stuff. If anybody has any tips on writing notes from reading or videos, like that would be helpful because I find it so hard one to read it or listen to it and then you've then got to write notes. So I normally don't do that until I get to my assignment and it says, oh yeah, this chapter is what you need. And then I just pick out things that I need at that point. Yeah, I, um, when I would read, I would just, I would read it and write as I did, which I know a lot of people are like, you should read it first and then go back through. But no, I I don't have the patience for that or the time for it. Definitely when I was taking so many classes, I was like, I'm reading it one time through. I'll get what I need while I do it. I'm not reading it again, which I mean, might not have been the best thing, but it got me through. So that's honestly, that's how I do it. I go through it once. I might highlight some stuff. So uh, like projector sheets. This is, of course, when I was in school. <laughs> I'd grab some projector sheets and a highlighter and throw it over your sheet. And as you're going through, I'd highlight things that I think I need to reference later, go back through it after reading the questions, change the highlights on it, um, multiple passes. But I, I have like massive just reading comprehension issues with my ADHD. I just do Same. not process what I read. Um, it's awful. <laughs> it's yeah, really it frustrating. <laughs> Takes me 20 minutes to read something because I had to do it four times in a row. <laughs> it took me 10 hours to read a six page article once. That's how bad it is. Oh for my me. gosh. Throw that son of a bitch in some dictation. <laughs> That's like me in writing like report papers and stuff like that. I was really weird and I would like write a paragraph or I have this bad habit where I write a paragraph and then like I keep going and going. But then I end up going all the way back, completely rewriting it and just adding on and doing the same thing over and over again. It's very not... Um, what's the word? Can't think of the word. Efficient? Yeah, it's not efficient <laughs> at all, but it's what works for me. And so that's the so, way I did it. Um with your reading or with your videos, Dana, do you get the questions beforehand or do you have to go through the content before you get to the point where it's like this is what you needed to get from the writing? Um, so I, I have like a chapter to read and then I'll have tasks that will be similar to like I might have read about a certain psychologist and then they'll be like give me some tasks that are similar to the, the reading but also some tasks that are similar to something else um, like um, sometimes it's into it doesn't go until the um, the assignment I have to do like I haven't got another one until December so it might decide that the chapter I read this week is what I need for that um, that assignment. Um, but I've found that um, with the books, I get conclusions for each part so some t or summaries. So I just read the summaries if I'm really struggling. I'm like, oh, okay, the summary, that's shorter, that's easier to read. I will read that. I'm not sure if it ever goes in, but I, I try at least to read that if I can't read anything else. That makes sense. So let's say if it's electronic keyword searches, 
go through the questions that are towards the end. And if you got to look up a certain author, a researcher, or a mention of a certain psychologist, do a keyword search and then just go read where that keyword comes up. Yep. <laughs> I do that all the time. Same. I did that so much. Man, I wish I had that going through school. Those encyclopedias, man. I I hated skimming for keywords in those encyclopedias. I swear, like, children now do not realize how easy they have it with Google. Like, yes. I I mean, I feel like it's a lost skill in a sense because, like, I have now grown up being incredibly resourceful and knowing like where to go and find information and I've kind of I'm not I don't mean to generalize and I apologize for anyone that takes offense I certainly don't mean it in the way um that it, it might come off but like the younger generation that I've I've interacted with especially in in the workforce like y'all are not resourceful you have an entire box of information right here and we pretty much use it just to look up cat videos and argue with each other but like just fucking google it and then, like, yeah. maybe go to page two on Google. <laughs> maybe get off a of wiki. <laughs> I'm all for it. It's here. Googling it's all here. <laughs> I do I feel especially like in IT. it's a skill. Googling is a skill. Like, I would it 100% is. say if you can Google and find the information you need, that's a really good skill to have. Yeah. Something similar during work this past week, they were, I was talking to my new team and they were telling me about the SharePoint site that we have. I'm like, I actually am the one who helped set up almost all of these that you're talking about because while I was an intern, I did that. So I was like, I know where to find the information. So if anything, I know that. (laughs) And they were like, well, that's great. (laughs) The thing is, if if you don't know something... That's not an issue because you can find out that information. But if you can't find the information, then you're you're forever going to be at a disadvantage. Also, if you can't find it online, just ask someone. Like, I collaboration. Like, yeah, that's just- sometimes people don't want to interact with others to ask questions, or they lean too much on someone instead of looking up themselves. So it's kind of. Yeah, I do find that sometimes someone asks me a question and I end up Googling it for them and I'm just like, like it was the first answer that came up and I'm like, you couldn't find this? Like, come on. It's a, I I had to get out of the habit where I'm like, someone would ask me a question and I pull out my phone. I'm like, well, Google says, (laughs) maybe, maybe, (laughs) Ali, what do you do for note taking? I could imagine that, uh. There's, there's quite a bit of note formatting with younger people and just documenting their quirks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, back when I did childcare, there was a lot of observations we had to do. Um, observations is like one of the worst things you can do with like early years kids. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in regard to like, for articles and videos and things like that I hardly make notes <laughs> because, really? because really? I can never really intake the my articles and stuff like I'll note like the odd thing I'll be like oh that links to so and so whatever and I'll note that down but majority I'll just highlight things that I think will be important and then I'll just go back in class when we do our seminar 
and we'll just be like, well, I found this, but I don't know if this relates, but this is it. <laughs> got it. Got it. I think got if it. you can remember it without having to write it down, I mean, it's no point. Yeah, that's not me. Like, that's, I, I, <laughs> if you tell me something and you don't see me write it down somewhere or see it pop up in the Discord as like a note or it doesn't go on the to do list or there is not some kind of physical representation of me like, taking that information and not leaving it in my brain i will not remember that thing it's i have that conversation with every boss i've ever met in my entire life if you tell me something and i don't reply got it you don't see me write it down or it doesn't immediately happen i have forgotten about it (laughs) is that what you're doing now steph i I am yes i am taking notes so that i do not forget (laughs) what i want to say how i want to guide what you guys said (laughs) You know what's going to happen with these? They're going to go in the fucking trash. But that's okay (laughs) because right now they are helping me. (laughs) What else? What else was really frustrating in school? I mean, looking back, like, holy shit, was it so much easier. I'm so mad. I was so anxious to grow up. But then again, like, being a kid sucks. Going through school sucks. Kids suck. (laughs) I think it's funny because I had a weird experience with like college versus high school. Everyone or at least a lot of the people I talk to are like high school is so much easier than college. College is going to be so hard and stuff like that. Honestly, I think I did better in college than I did in high school. I think it was just I think it was better learning atmosphere. I cared a lot more. Because it was it's my money on the line. <laughs> so I I made more effort. Like not to say that I was a bad student in high school because I wasn't, <laughs> but I definitely put in more effort during college. High school was a joke. High school, like at least in America, I can't speak for other states. Like I grew up in Colorado. I went through their schooling system. School does not School is for teaching you how to find information and how to take tests. It tries to teach you critical thinking, but it doesn't really teach you critical thinking. Instead, it just teaches you how to eliminate, um, like narrow down your choices on something. We know it would have been been really cool. Taxes. What the fuck are taxes? We were talking about these taxes. You have to – what – so you're telling me, and I love the meme. I love it. You're telling me you know exactly how much I owe you at the end of the year, but I have to guess. And if I'm wrong, I get penalized. But if I'm right, you don't tell me. I just might get a refund. Like nope. they're 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 the stock market. I would love to learn what stonks are. I I mm-hmm. think like there should be an early age capitalism class at every high school just to kind of like lay the foundation of what we're fucking walking into. <laughs> I was talking about this in my server the other day, and we were talking about what, what what's a class that was useful for uh, students to have in high school or something like that. And I was like, how do taxes? Um, that was my first, like, choice. Because it's just not, it's something that we need to know that isn't taught. And you have students who are working, and they also need to file their own taxes, but how are they going to? <laughs> just, you know, just claim one and then maybe you get a refund at the end of the year. So yeah. do they teach like basic life skills classes across the pond? So they used to have um, home economics where they used to teach okay. you like budgeting and how to stretch oh. 
you know food a bit further and stuff like that when my mum was in school now they're like good luck you know you've got to try and figure this stuff out by yourself like like they don't do anything like that now we don't get taxes we don't get told how to budget we don't get told hey this is how you like cook like something substantial not like food tech where you have to make a fruit salad like teach us how to make a meal for like a family of four and like cheaply like teach us how we're Mm -hmm. supposed to fucking live our lives like you know do you think that those courses were cut not only for budgeting reasons but also because the expectation then fell on the parents to teach their kids how to operate in everyday society because i feel like i got more life skills courses going through the foster care system than i did going through traditional schooling and it kind of clicked a few years ago that like I probably got these courses through the foster care system because I didn't have traditional parenting in my life with that, you know, like to have that expectation that someone was going to teach me these things. So I had to go to a course for it where there were other people who also didn't have parental figures in their life that could show them these life skill classes. And it was mostly like realistic budgeting, you know, like actually surviving off of a thousand dollars a month. (laughs) Yeah. Which is not possible, by the way. You need roommates. (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, I think a lot of the time parents expect you to learn everything at school and they don't, then, then they're like, oh, how come you don't know how to cook yourself food? Or how come you don't know how to use the washing machine? It's like, have, have you ever shown me? Like, have you ever (laughs) like, like explained to me how this works? No, that's common sense. Yeah. It's common sense. You should just know how to do it. Let me just magically pull that knowledge out of my ass. Thanks, you can't mom. have common sense if it's never been taught to you in the first place. Yeah, like as you know, say, it infuriates me when I see parents go, "Oh yeah, my my son can't do this, my daughter can't do this." And it's like, have you ever shown them? Like, like even ever? like little things, like on the topic of laundry, like you know how you get the laundry cup with your detergent? Why is that motherfucker so big? Who is filling that thing to the top? What size load are you putting in your laundry machine, in your washing machine, that you require an entire scoop of whatever yeah. it is? An entire I mean, cup. I Zero loads. I still don't actually know how much I'm supposed to put in. So I just kind of guess. I'm like, that seems like... So, so there should be small indentations like, on it. And then it's like one, two, three, four loads, right? There should be little indentations. If there's not... It's like two tablespoons because it's concentrated laundry detergent. So like it has to come out of your clothes and go somewhere. So it goes back into your washing machine. And then I just kind of think like long term, this is this is my ADHD. I apologize. But like <laughs> that has to go somewhere. So it's going to get built up inside your washing machine and the hosing and the yada, 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 yada. So maybe it's like less soap. <laughs> That's why you're supposed to, like, take your washer machine, like, apart and actually clean it every now and then. But, I mean, who actually does that? TikTok. I mean, people on TikTok do that. TikTok people. That but. was a TikTok trend. I remember that. And it's, that TikTok trend is specifically why I will never get a stackable washer and dryer because watching people pull that gunk out of the, 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 the rubber seal on the bottom. No. No. I find it funny because my parents, like, they won – I helped my mom cook when I was younger a lot. So by the time I was old enough to actually cook on the stove, I have a fairly good idea of how to cook. And my parents made sure that I knew how. And I just, I don't understand why more parents don't take, just like, it only takes a little bit of time to be like, hey, just come watch or something like that. Or help when they're young. 
it's it's not as hard as what people make it to be. I mean, I mean it's what, what kid doesn't What like, kid? What kid wants to go help mom in the kitchen when they're playing I fucking helped video all games? All the time. Well, when I, was I was not that good of a child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I'm playing a game. But I went to school all day long. I don't want to cook. Well, you know, the argument that my mom would throw out, well, I've been at work all day and I'm cooking. I'm like, well, that's your job. I didn't ask to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I definitely get that. It's the type of thing that does annoy me. It's like parents, sometimes some parents are just too lazy to do it or to be bothered Mm -hmm. to say, like, yes, it's going to take longer to do the cooking because, you know, your child doesn't know how to do this. So you're going to have to take longer to do this one thing. So yeah, okay, it's a bit harder. But then 10, 13 years down the line, you can have them actually cook a meal. It's worth it. But then they don't do that. And then like 10, 13 years down the line, they're like, oh, why don't you ever do anything? Why, Why don't you know how to do this? Why don't you know how to do that? And it's like, you are the problem, not your child. Like, I've heard arguments from both sides. I've heard adults, you know, like, oh, let them be kids. They can cook when they're adults. Show them how to cook and clean and whatever when they're old enough to, like, start living on their own, 16, 17 years old before they get out of the house. And then on the other end of the spectrum, like, no, if you are old enough to hold a pot of rice, you're going to help me rinse the motherfucker. (laughs) See, like, this is a problem as well. Reagan's mom, for instance, did too many things for him, and he's just now figuring out how to do all these things. So The thing is, Steph, your argument, either way, both of your ones was the parents still teachers. The problem is waiting until they're 16 and going how come you don't know this like oh yeah it's toxic i mean i'm 30 and i i i make one thing really 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 good and it's salmon bowls and mm. half of that meal is a box of dollar box of rice aroni so don't at me <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's peak cuisine in the verona household <laughs> I grew up in such a foodie household that, like, cooking to me is – it's one of those, like, pastimes that is both nostalgic and a necessity for me. So I I hate my kitchen, but if I had a better kitchen, I could see myself cooking so much more. I love that. Cooking for me is definitely a chore. Uh, more so because it's not something that you can necessarily half-ass. You have to do it the entire way or you are not going to eat that night. <laughs> you can't stop it in the middle. You have to pay attention the other time. I can't go smoke a joint in the middle of making dinner because I will burn it. I did it last night. <laughs> I was like, it's it's just rice. It's browning. I'm just going to go step out really quick and I'll check on this in a second. I come back. I'm like, shit, shit. <laughs> Is that why Verona took over? It's it. I just you know no, he he helped me because I was I was doing the streaming thing and uh, <laughs> yeah my chat was dead at the time and I was like honey please just let me go back and play the game. <laughs> He's he honestly he cuts me way more slack than I I have earned. Um, after this I do need to go finish the laundry. So Sunday is my day. Um, <laughs> we met in the middle and. He he told me if I got one more pay raise, I would be able to hire someone to come in and clean my house, like deep clean it. I am not. No, I no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I fucking hate cleaning. 
I that was always the goal Reagan. was to make enough money so I don't have to do it. <laughs> I joked to Reagan about that too the other day. Or it was to my parents. Don't remember. But I joked to someone about it. I was like, I just want to get paid enough so that I can just <laughs> hire someone to clean. Because that's my least favorite thing to do. I can do all these other things, but I don't want to clean. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Make that the goal. Once you yeah. have like... is honestly a lot, a lot a month for someone to come and clean your house. But if you've got that kind of disposable income, like I am, I am forgoing going out twice a month. And so I can just have someone come and like do my house every other week and just like get all the areas that I can't reach. No more like backbreaking days. I am, I am so excited. I don't have to mop my floor anymore. I don't have to vacuum. I'm so excited. <laughs> I still it's have to do everything it. else. But next stop, live in housekeeper. <laughs> I will never make that amount of money though. That's that's <laughs> live in housekeeper is like mansion size, and I will never have a house that big. It's Same. just why. For yeah. what reason? <laughs> I don't think Reagan and I will ever make that much. It's yeah, my husband talks about it all the time. He's like, Yeah, I'd like I like to have a bigger house. I'm like, for what? We're not having kids. It's just the two of us. What, I get a bigger craft room? Is that where we're going for? Sure. All right. <laughs> Why not? More already, shit. <laughs> we've already grown out of our two-bedroom apartment. We already need three rooms. And I'm like, man. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. Three's, three's the minimum right now. Yeah. I have to have three from now on. It's uh so the the good happy compromise on that for anything bigger than three is three bedrooms with a basement. If you live in a state that has basements, because then you guys can put your gaming entertainment area in your basement, and then your bedrooms can be freed up. And if one of those bedrooms was for entertainment purposes, and you can do a two bedroom with the basement, and then you still have your guest room and your bedroom and your entertainment, and it's cheaper. hundred percent i would do just need just enough space for yourselves and the dog and if you do plan on having kids one day then like yeah maybe but we don't so that's good (laughs) i hope that your basements are completely different from ours here in the uk because i would hate to stream in my basement it's cold it's dark it's creepy like no, basements here, um, you're, you're, there, there's a few that are like that, but for the most part, when you have like a basement that you plan on like being in, it's fully furnished, it's carpeted, you have central air and like heating and it's yeah. uh, it's actually pretty fog. It's like free real estate because the basements are never included in square footage either. So if you mm-hmm. buy a house with the basement, it's just free square footage. It's not included. It's, it's actually pretty pog. I do actually ha- – I have one more question for you guys. So – um, and I'm I'm happy to contribute my answer first. But what is what if, what was the worst part of going through school? And you can either touch on high school or university. But like the thing that you absolutely hate the most about going through the education system, um, mine mine was socialization. I could not fucking stand making friends, keeping friends, maintaining friends, socializing with people. It was so awkward. Everybody has like their weird home life and then they come to school and it's like their school life and then you'd hang out outside of it and then you have like the friend circles and the cliques and the drama and just I, – th- I, I got out of school like 10 months early and I did not graduate with my class. I graduated early. I had no interest in graduating with that class. I talked to one person throughout my entire 17 years of school. 
And even then, we only talk like once every six months, if that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even friends with anyone that I went to school with anymore. Like, no. <laughs> I am. I'm friends with uh, probably more people from my high school than I am from college. Oddly enough, I don't know why that worked out the way it did, but it did. I think maybe because during college, I roomed with my best friend that I met in fourth grade. So we kind of already had a thing going. And then our other best friend ended up joining us for the last two years of college. So we kind of stayed within each other. Yeah, see, I... um. I definitely can't decide between whether bullying and friends was worse or PE because like I hated physical um, exercise like a hundred percent like and they always made you go outside when it's like raining and cold and then they also then say to you why aren't you trying and it's like because I'm cold and like I would like to go back inside please like like, I don't want to be here. I want to be warm and not doing exercise right now. You want to hear a secret? You didn't actually have to participate in any of that. Well, see, I didn't I a didn't. lot of the time. And then, like, people get annoyed at me because I'd be on their team and they'd be like, like, fucking move, like, do something. And I'd be like, oh. no, thanks. I, I, no one bothered me on that front because it's like, if I played kickball with you, you're going to lose. I, I don't – I'm not – not no. So it's like when we had to like run and do exercise, I would just sit on the bleachers and like, why get down here? No. Make me. <laughs> show me where. Show me where I have to embarrass myself in front of the entire school. Go ahead. Show me where I signed up for that. Ah, I'm good. No, I wish. I, I wish I didn't have to participate in any of that. <laughs> um, it was not fun, you know, like it's gold. Hindsight, I kind of wish I did. I've literally never worked out a day in my life. I am full potato. I've never, like, experienced the uh, euphoria that people feel from, like, running. I've never gotten to that point. I only have that uh, during weight training and stuff like that. That's the only time that I really enjoy myself working out, which is a shame because I haven't in so long. But I love it. I need to get back into it. I wish, like, instead of, like, the shitty gym, like, which wasn't even a gym, it was just, like, a hall that we used. I wish instead of that we had, like, an actual gym where they had, like, exercise bikes and, like, treadmills and stuff. Because, like, I really enjoyed that part of, like, exercise. And even if they just had, like, here's a room where you watch a video of someone taking you through an exercise routine to fun music. I would love that, too. No, you get to run outside in the rain and kick a ball, which See, I hate. With my personally. school, my school, we had the sport hall, which is like a gym. We then actually had a room with like exercise bikes, treadmills, uh, rowing machines, weight things. And then we also had like a dance studio, which like some people did dance in it. I did it in like year eight, year nine. And then we used to go in there and do like the hula hooping and stuff and things like that and it was like it was pretty great it's well, amazing I never heard of that shit I mean I did I'm so jealous PE for the past like t- the last two years because of music lessons and um counseling but like <laughs> I did 
like doing some of it. That's amazing. The most fun thing we had was like pull up bars and kickball. Fucking hated kickball. You know how many times I have been hit in the face with the fucking kickball? <laughs> I have no idea what the kickball fact that it's is. Hap- yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> they, ha- they have to have kickball in the UK. It's a ball and you kick it and it's kind of like baseball. <laughs> sport of, no, no, no. That sound. You would know that sound. It's, I mean, we have dodgeball, but I think you guys have dodgeball, right? Yeah. We have dodgeball and then we have kickball. Kickball. They play with the same ball, right? Is yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a dodgeball. Play with the ball. same ball. You that. just kick it. We don't have that. What? Yeah. So so, what did they hit you with? What did what did the mean kids in school? I mean, unless you were the mean kid in school, what did they hit you with? <laughs> what? There is there is some giant plastic rubber ball that everybody got hit with through childhood. And if you're telling me that there's an entire part of the world that didn't have to be subjected to that, I have a complaint to file. Okay? (laughs) They probably just used dodgeballs. I mean, to be fair, most of my bullies were like word, like verbal. Like I didn't get hit, so I did like yeah, have one person it. throw a ball at a wall and it bounced off and hit me in the face, but I, like that wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I got hit a few times with stationery and things thrown across the classroom, but no bowl or anything. Well, that's you're, just you're me over here showing my trauma in the US. So I'm just gonna say school it. sucked. Oh my they god, didn't do that was the me, so. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was definitely fine. I was definitely the kid in school that had shit thrown at them. It's uh you could not pay me to go back and redo those experiences. There there's just oh. not enough money in the world. There's mine not wasn't too bad, thankfully. So I am very glad I do not have to deal with that anymore. It's so yeah. funny though, because like in school there's like the popular people and like the unpopular people, and then like you get to like being an adult and like None of that fucking matters. Like, it's so weird. I See, I was the group that was in between the unpopular and popular. I wasn't either. I was in between. So I knew all the popular kids. They knew my name. But I didn't hang out with any of them outside of school. So that was literally me as well, Blaze. Wow, rub it in. See, I never hung out with anyone outside of school. I I think I've been to, like, two sleepover birthday parties my entire life. Um... That's just, that was not, I I hang out with about four-ish solid people throughout. Maybe, yeah. I mean, some of those people changed, so. So, kind of dialing back a couple of minutes there, um, what Dana was saying. So, like, the the clicks and the popularity bullshit that, that kids grow up and deal with through school. And it's like, I get it. Your entire world is school and you've got the one person and they're being terrible to you. And everyone in the school seems to love them. And now they hate you because they said something and it wasn't even true. And it's absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm. It, it might seem like it matters, but you literally have, like, a million and five other things that you could be doing and focusing your energy on than the dipshit in school that doesn't like you. You know what's going to happen to that person? They're never going to leave their hometown. They peak in high school most of the time. That's yep. what ends up happening. That's the best time of their life is the time that they're being mean to you. And if there was some dickwad in the real working world that was acting like that towards you, they would lose their job. So, like – 
you know, have solace in that, that this is, it's temporary. And I get it when you're living through it and it's your entire life, it does matter to you. But in the grand scheme of things, the bullying, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. None of it matters. I, like, I wish I like could comprehend that as a kid. I you wish have, I could. Like just reminded me of one phrase that I always just get at school, which is like when they would put you in a group with like somebody who clearly hated you and they'd be like, Oh well you you don't know who you're gonna get put with when you work with people, like you just have to get on with things like that. And I'm like, Yeah, but like when you're in the real world, people can't treat you the way that people at school treat you. And I honestly wish that teachers had actually cracked down harder on the people being mean than the people who were bullied and were like, I don't really want to like be in a group with this person who's an asshole. Like, maybe. What is? Yeah, what, so, what's the expectation? Like, what do you expect your teacher to do though? Not stick up for the person that's a bully and like, don't tell me that you have a really good bullying um, policy, like anti-bullying policy, when you do fuck all when people tell you that you're being bullied, like. Don't come at me and say, oh, yeah, we have a really good anti-bullying thing. Like, it's anti-bullying week. Okay, what the fuck are you actually doing? Oh, no, sorry, that girl's the popular girl and she's she hangs out with you during, like, break time. Oh, no, she couldn't possibly be a bitch. Ooh, you know, it's, like, ridiculous. I think yeah. they should take people's... Like, if someone tells you they're being bullied and they, like, are being told, like things that they should not like no child should have to hear like telling people you know that you should not be alive then there should be some kind of action and also the person being bullied should have um access to counseling for the fact that they were being bullied because it it really damages your self-esteem it damages you as a person and i think that it's disgusting that schools don't do enough yeah. school count school counselors i i in the u.s third joke i don't know oh about there i mean like a proper therapist like exactly like they need someone that's actually qualified to yeah. dealing like dealing with young people like i i was yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a really fucked up story um i brought uh i brought forth my story of uh sexual abuse to my school counselor in middle school middle middle school yes middle school um you know what this bitch did she called him when i was in the car with him to tell him that he has accusations of sexual abuse oh my from god yours truly that is fucking i will cool. never i will never forget that woman's name I will never forget that woman's name. Yeah. That I woman took my life from hell to foster care. <laughs> it was less than a year later that I was in foster care. That was my choice. It was either stay in the situation where there is literally no support. Because it's mm. And looking back on it at the age of 30, like honestly, not qualified, had no idea what to do didn't consult anybody that actually knew what the fuck to do. So she did what I guess she thought was the best thing to do. And that was to talk to the person that was being accused to let them know that they were being like, I'm just bruh. (laughs) I, uh, so it's, it's the reason I asked that question is like, you know, what do you, what would you expect the teachers to do? Because they then have to get parents involved because they don't really have another course of action because they can't bring social services in for every single 
thing that happens within like a child's life and it's just it's just wholly fucked up but like the kids pick up that behavior from home and a lot of times sometimes it's acting out there's neglect their parents drink they get beaten on a regular basis so they have to go through that that overachieving they they blossom in the social aspect because that's the kind of interaction they have they've got whatever bullying at home they're Older brothers beat the shit out of them on a daily basis. Whatever. Kids have a lot of fucked up shit going on. Um, I don't know exactly where I was going with that, but that's why I wanted to ask that question is like, you know, what what is there to do in the schooling systems? And now, right. especially now in schools, there's so many students yeah. per teacher ratio. It's just impossible to keep up. I agree with you. I just think um, from my experience, um, all the blame is put on the, the person who's being bullied. And nothing ever happens to the person who's bullying. And they seem to be okay with that. They're like, yeah, okay, we'll just get the victim to, like, shut up. And then, hey, no more bullying. Look, look, we've got anti-bullying because we just basically made them feel like they're shit. So they're not going to speak up anymore. So, hey, problem solved. There's no more bullying here. (laughs) Rather than, like, getting to the root cause and trying to, like, talk it through or, like, anything, really. Like, I don't think... I don't, I don't know. Obviously, you can't get, like, somebody every single time to go to social services or whatever. But I do think, like, there's there's something that should be done. Like, they can't Even just separating them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just yeah. separating them in this room. different class now. Yeah. Just it's take a... away the opportunity for the situation. I feel like my graduation from a... A child, a teenager, a young adult into a fully fledged, fully fledged adult happened. Oops, happened the day that I kind of stopped giving a fuck what everybody else thought, and started acting um, and thinking for myself. And I still kind of, I still kind of go through that struggle. Like I, I catch myself making uh, decisions and taking actions because I'm like, well, so and so will see that I did yada yada yada, even if it's just my husband. And you know, taking that step back and being like. Mm, but what do you think is the best decision? What do you think should be done? And I think as as children going through school, if I had had that mentality, I think things would have been a lot easier. And I wouldn't have been as susceptible to being bullied because I didn't actually give a fuck what anybody thought. But I don't I don't know. I don't know if young brains are actually capable of that. Um, I I think I I don't know. I did the opposite. I didn't really care as a kid what people thought. And it seems like now that I'm adult, I care a lot more. <laughs> so Ellie what I do you think weird. about that just given with your background with like early childhood and working with kids so much like what what would your advice be on bullying or handling it or even just advice for people that are going through it like how the how the fuck do you get through that um <laughs> I guess everyone's different I mean I got bullied a lot like pretty much all the way through school primary and secondary school um so yeah I mean it depends on the whole like situation what school you go to like schools have different ways of dealing with things um I mean my school like there were certain teachers who honestly would like did pretty much try and do like anything to try and help me there was like one teacher I spoke to a lot um she basically asked to be like my mentor in like year 11 the last school year um and like I'd meet up with her and just talk about things and um 
yeah, the the counselor in school wasn't the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, it honestly depends on the school and that the like child goes to or that we went to, really. I've always loved the teachers that would bend over backwards for their students. Like those are the teachers who really make a difference. Mm. Fucking pay teachers more. Can we just end with that? Just yeah. what? Wait, we we. <laughs> And I, I kind of feel like teachers don't get the support that they need because everything in school, like, and I'm strictly speaking, of course, on the US, I'm not sure how they are across the pond, but like everything's standardized testing now. You don't actually learn shit in school. You learn how to take tests. It's That's all it is. It's not even like information retention. It's this is the information that I'm giving you. Go find it in these books and then just make sure that you like retain it just through the test. I, I, I don't I don't know. Um we are we are getting to the tip top of our hour. Do you guys have anything else? Any other questions? Any other comments, concerns, topics? Um, I was just gonna say um, to add on to what Ali said um, about the fact that like there were some good teachers. Like I remember getting assaulted, like at school, like like physically attacked by somebody, and being told that because it was two days until the end of the school year that they couldn't do anything about it. And like, they did nothing. And then my tutor made sure for the end of the year and the next, uh, the following year, that when I like was going from tutor to my next class, like I had somebody with me. And like when I was waiting, like um, outside of my tutor for my cousin, so we could leave, like someone would be waiting with me so that I wasn't like, alone because like that person threatened to put me in like the hospital like and the school did nothing but the teacher the 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 couple of teachers there were that were actually good and cared about people's welfare and well-being actually did something and I would say definitely those there's there's always like a couple of teachers that stick in your mind and like for a good reason obviously there's the shit ones um and like i appreciate those ones so much more like than the actual overall schooling system um i am curious about um like everybody's kind of like schooling history whereas like because for me i did like um secondary school college apprenticeship degree i just kind of wondered on like your terms like kind of how you went through school like what what ones did you do oh so i i had pretty traditional schooling up until third third or fourth grade um after i went i had third grade i switched schools to a different school my mom moved um i did fourth grade fifth grade and sixth grade at the same school and then no, fourth grade and fifth grade at the same school and then went to um, a middle school for, for three years. Um, after I went went there, I went into foster care probably like my second or third month of my first year of high school. Um, skipped around a bunch of schools from there. God, I probably went to like eight different high schools. Um, my last actual grade completed I think was ninth grade. Um, went to Colburn Job Corps, got my GED, got a Cisco certification. 
Um, graduated at 17 and literally just like as much as I want to go to college, I have a hard time stomaching spending anywhere between 25 to 80 grand for a degree that I might not use. And now at the age of 30, it's really like certifications are the way to go. I, I don't really see myself going back and completing a degree. Um, that's no longer really the way that the working world works anymore. And it's nice to see on a resume, but I mean, what does a degree really prove anymore? That you stuck with something for four years? I've got that longevity on my resume. I don't I don't really need it right now. So now it's just like pursuing certifications just to kind of hone in and specialize and master whatever field that I'm in. Same. That's basically where I'm going with mine. Just I'm looking into more certifications to see what I can really do. And I guess that'll lead me to what I want to do in the future because I'm still not sure this is my forever job. So... Did you just have the traditional, like, K through 12 plays? Did you yeah, stay in the same went, city? Yes. I have grown – I was born and raised in the same city, and then for college, I moved four hours away. So. Nice. <laughs> you really just stayed in the same area the whole time. Yep. And I probably wouldn't have moved to the college that I went to if it wasn't for my best friend because she applied there, and it made me – apply so i guess i thank her for that oh <laughs> <laughs> what about you ali what was your schooling history um primary school secondary school college university same yeah, place traditional yeah it's fair enough i am curious how everyone um faked it or made it this week Oh. <laughs> same so how uh, i feel about this week i uh i i am like three short weeks away from yes exactly one yeah exactly four weeks away from hiring somebody so i have just been kind of a one woman show and just yeah, no, I'm good. I'm not drowning. I'm not drowning at all. This is no, this is fine. You need something else done? Let me know. I'll add it to the list. Not a big deal. And then the Animal Crossing update hit and I have done fuck all this weekend. I literally streamed for 16 hours yesterday. Like I have my Switch right next to me. I'm going to go throw in some laundry. I'm going to go camp out in bed and I'm going to do laundry and play Animal Crossing. <laughs> so I, uh, the way that I have faked it this week is I, I am absolutely approaching burnout and I am just going to pretend like it's not happening and we're going to make it through this last month. Um, I'm going to have some help. They're going to get onboarded within three weeks and they're going to hit the ground running by January 1st of 2022 and I will hear nothing otherwise. <laughs> solid, I, solid plan. I kind, yeah. <laughs> I kind of had a shit show of a week a little bit like Monday my car was messed up couldn't get into my car or I couldn't move it so I thought I was gonna have to tow it then I broke my glasses Thursday night I had to express ship new glasses which I am wearing today thankfully <laughs> and then I got moved to a new team at work so I guess the way that I was faking it this week is by acting like I was totally cool moving to a new team because I'm freaking out about it but 
It looks like a great opportunity, so I think it'll work out perfectly fine. Um, I guess with me, you know, with studies, work, everything else that I do, uh, anxiety was very high this week. Still is quite high, but not as high as it was. Um, so yeah, the way I kind of faked it was just continuing with everything else as if nothing was wrong. <laughs> but yeah. It's all you can do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dana? Um, I would say, um, same as everyone else, it's been a really shit week um, mentally for me. Also, like, the clocks went back last week, uh, which I didn't think was going to mess with me so much, but, like, I don't like that it gets dark so early now. Um, I also don't like driving in the dark, like, so much because um, cause just all the lights, like, like right in my face and um I ended up I was like it's fine I'll be fine um Wednesday I ended up calling in sick because I literally had the worst migraine ever I just I wanted to cease to exist for just a couple of hours just for the pain to stop that's how bad it was um but then Thursday I went to work Friday I went to work um yesterday I didn't really want to see my friends because I've just been getting really anxious I haven't seen them for ages um I know I, I talked it through with um, Steph and I ended up going and I got there at three o'clock. I didn't leave till 11 at night. Uh, we just had a really good intense talk, which I think I needed because mentally I've not been great. I just keep getting like down uh, like on myself as well. And I just, I think I just need to kind of like feel it because I've just been kind of like ignoring it. Like I don't have time for that. Like, I need I've got work to do like you know and honestly I wish maybe I just played Animal Crossing this weekend <laughs> I think that would have been a much better way to spend my time uh, definitely um but I think the way I've been faking it is not having a mental breakdown so yay <laughs> yay uh, well we made it through the week we did yay us yeah <laughs> woo I mean, it's uh, something that always has brought me comfort um, throughout my life is that uh, no one can stop tomorrow from coming. So if something is taking a long time, have have some comfort in knowing that the time will pass, the minutes will pass regardless. Um, I'm sure we're all familiar with the, uh, the phrase watching paint dry. So try to hyper-focus on everything other than the time passing and it should go a little bit quicker. And plus, the older you get, the faster it goes. So maybe maybe we could just pump the brakes on that just a little bit because we are uh, <laughs> nearing the middle of November 2021, and I'm not really sure where the fuck the last 13 years have gone. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I graduated high school like five years ago. What is this? We've, we've really, like, affected you with the maths of when you lost. Like- <laughs> I, I wish I never looked that up. I, I really wish I had never looked that up. I'm so upset. I feel upset. like we should apologize to you. <laughs> I just gross, gross, gross. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's it. That that is the we're all just faking it podcast episode two. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys joining us. We are available on all major platforms. Dana, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> 
So thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope you found some value. Join us on Discord to access resources. Like resources. Um, Join us on Discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. Next episode, our topic will be mental health during the holidays, which is very current at the moment. And follow us on all major social media platforms for episode airing dates.